Hello and welcome to the Ace Ride With Us mini-cast. I am honored to have Amber Lightbody, Regional Rep for Southwest. So Amber, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is really exciting. This is uh, one where we're going to talk a little bit of, or highlight, I should say, volunteerism at uh, Ace. And you just picked up that Southwest region role. And I think there's probably some of us that haven't been around at Ace long enough to know what that role is. So what's that entail? Yeah, so Southwest is actually a pretty small region. So I probably don't have as much on my plate as some of the reps from the bigger regions um, that Basically, it entails welcoming new members to the region um, as they join or move here, you know, helping organize our events. We really have one big event that we have at Lakeside every year, um, which is really, really fun. It's a small little park if people aren't familiar with it. And it's, it's a great old park. And, um, you know, just keeping in touch with the other reps, coordinating if there's any events happening in regions nearby and helping cross post things that keep our Facebook page going. Um, that's That's pretty much it. Nice, nice. So what inspired you to volunteer for ACE? So I actually moved to Colorado from the D.C. area in 2016. You know, we have a couple really, really cool little parks out here, but not a whole lot. Um, it's a pretty, you know, the coaster density is not high. Um, and so I really, um, as I started getting involved out here, thought that there was more that we could be doing and, you know, coordinating with some of the different parks and stuff in the area that you know, haven't gotten as much attention. And so I thought it'd be a really great way for me to get involved and bring some more life to the region. Nice, nice. That's excellent. One of the things that's great about ACE is, is those events. Mm -hmm. They can make or break a great park just by the events. So I, I try to hit all the ACE events that I can because they're always better than just showing up blind, right? For sure, for sure. You know, we have a lot of, a lot of our parks are pretty spread out. And even if we do some more, you know, informal things, but having, I know like the Mid-Atlantic region does like waves that are kind of informal meetups at the, the parks there, if we did something like that here, even if it doesn't have to be like a big event, just having some more things going on, I think would be really great for the region. Oh, or, yeah. Or if you're a solo guy like me, if your kids can't make it, then it's nice to have somebody to ride with, right? For sure. For sure. So what was your origin story? When did you start realizing that you were enjoying the parks and kind of led into that I don't want to say addiction because that's probably not the right term, but, but you're in a coaster group. So, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I refer to myself as a coaster nerd. So, okay. Um. Well, you know, I don't, I don't want to push that title on people, but uh, <laughs> I would, I would also give myself that classification. Yeah. Yeah. I really always love roller coasters since as long as I was tall enough to get on them, it's been something that I've loved. I remember in seventh grade, we had to do this big like research project with one of those trifold boards. I did mine on roller coasters, probably giving away my age a little bit, but Desperado was the tallest roller coaster in the world at the time. And I had a nice. like TV set in my poster with a POV of Desperado on it. Um, <laughs> uh, too funny. I have not gotten to ride uh, Desperado. I did when I was about 12 or so. My family and I went to Las Vegas and um, we were road tripping out to see family in California. And I insisted that we had to stop on the way from point A to point B. And I, I, <laughs> I've definitely stopped there. It's just never been mm -hmm. operating when I've been there, so sadly. Yeah. Sadly. It was major in its day, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so we jumped all the way till then. So going <laughs> back, do you remember your first coaster? I'm not sure what exactly my first one was. I did grow up in Connecticut, and Quasi was my go-to park. So it was probably the little kitty coaster there. Um, they have one of the little Alan Herschel ones. When you're young, it's it's hard to remember your yeah. first first one that you do remember. 
so we used to go to Wildwood every summer and we'd go, you know, on all the rides at Maurice Piers there. And I remember the year that Great Nor'easter when I was too short to ride it. And it was, that's something that really stood out to me was like, I wanted to ride it so bad. And that's probably one of the, the first real memories I have with roller coasters. So I guess the, the first coaster I couldn't ride that I really remember more than. I know. It, <laughs> it, it, it does, it does feel like that, right? The one, and then when you finally are able to, or yeah. if you have that challenge coaster, you finally get to do it. Totally get it. So just like a smidge too short and it's out. <laughs> not I know that darn safety, darn safety. <laughs> We do want to be safe. You made your project on, on the coaster. <laughs> and so when did you, when did you find out about Ace? So actually, I think that project was when I first found out about East because I was watching a lot of the roller coaster documentaries and it would always be in the bottom under the names of the people they were interviewing. Um, oh. And so that's yeah. kind of my, my first awareness of Ace. Um, and yeah, and a yeah. relative plug, the, the last Ace documentary on Arrow was was fantastic. So good. Yeah. If you have not watched that. Yeah, yeah. I've watched that one a few times. I really, I really like it. I even made my dad watch it with me at one point. He lunch <laughs> roller coasters, not as much as me, but I, I made him watch it with me. He liked nice. Me. <laughs> well, it's good. It's good to have the family bond, right? Yeah, yeah. Over the parts. So you found out about Ace and then how long was it till you started volunteering or um, did you start to get involved? I just started volunteering this year. I think I joined Ace in 2014. I had a bit of a coaster drought when I was you know, probably in my, my early to mid twenties, I was just busy doing other things, doing school, moving into DC. And then I found King's Dominion, which was my home park for a while. And I really loved it. And I was going whenever I could often by myself. And I was like, hmm, maybe I should, maybe I should join up. I had st already started keeping a spreadsheet. I have a spreadsheet of my coasters. Um, and so I was like, I guess I am, I am coaster nerd enough to join. <laughs> too funny well that's a fantastic park so that's, yeah that's a good one to have as your home park there for a while yeah so so you really just jumped right into the main main role then huh yeah yeah even though i wasn't necessarily an ace member for the longest amount of time i have always been a huge fan of roller coasters so it just made sense for me oh well i mean there's nothing wrong with that yeah do you have any other community uh sorry not communities <laughs> you're, you're in the coaster community already do you have any other committees committees uh, finally, finally got it out yeah are, did you serve on any other committees with the uh, ace or are you just the rep nope just the rep for now um you know i'm in full in school full-time and i'm a full-time parent to two young young kids um wow that I means that's so. two full-time jobs right there yeah yeah let so. alone volunteering <laughs> doing like two and a half jobs yeah so um you know i think i've got my plate pretty full for now but i wouldn't rule out joining other committees in the future for sure it sounds like you've gotten quite a different locations where you've done coasters. Do you have a favorite Ace Landmark coaster? Um, so I think probably the Cyclone at Lakeside here. It's just a really great coaster. I love it so much. Um, I was so excited when I moved here to go to Lakeside and I moved in September. They had already closed for the season and I had to wait almost a whole year to ride it. Um, but yeah, I really love it. Um, even as soon as I could go ride coasters after my daughter was born, when I got some meet time, I'd take an hour or two off and run over to Lakeside, ride Cyclone two or three times, and then head back home. <laughs> All right. So now this may get a little personal, but my wife thinks I'm nuts when I leave by myself and go to the park <laughs> and come back. I'm a sure husband. <laughs> uh, he, he gets it. He gets it. He's, he's really nerdy in his own way about his own things. And he likes roller coasters and he'll ride them with me, but doesn't have the same level of interest as I do, I guess. Enthusiasm. 
yeah, enthusiasm. Sure. <laughs> but at least he goes to the park with you and stuff. Yeah, yeah. When we can. Obviously that was easier before kids. Now they're they're both still on the little side for for getting on stuff. But Well, I can tell you from personal experience, my son just got big enough that he rides the big stuff this year. Right. Well, I guess that'd be last year. It is so much more exciting to take your kids through all that. Yeah, so I really it's... I really can't wait. It's going to be so much fun for you. I can't even begin to tell you how, how exciting it is. Advice, if you're willing to take it, start them slow and work them <laughs> up. You know, go to one of those kiddie carnivals and do the kiddie coasters. Yeah. Because uh, you can't bite off too much too fast. Lakeside has a really little coaster that they don't let adults on, like at all, even if you've got a kid with you. Uh, so like you can't even ride with your own kid. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, so wow. probably get on that pretty soon this summer. I'm hoping she'll be tall enough, but. She's just under 36 inches right now. Yeah. Well, um, the, the cutoff for a lot of things. So this might, you know, s seal the deal for me being a coaster nerd also, but on our, on our chart, you know, where we do the height, I have, mm -hmm. I have Batman uh, as one of the lines. <laughs> so, cause that's our, that's our big coaster here for the 54. So that's to me, that's the break off into the next one. So you said professionally, you're still doing the schools thing. Well, what are you, yeah. you study? What are you studying? So I am professionally a social worker. I already had a couple degrees in sociology and decided to go back for another master's, my second master's this time in social work. I stayed home once I had my kids, but I'm planning to get back into the workforce once I finish my degree and uh, take it to the, you know, just the next level in social. <laughs> That's awesome. Definitely. It's, it's good to have something besides your hobby that you're interested in. And your yes. kids are still at that point where you're still going to want to spend more time with them till they're a little bit older. Once your kids are old enough, do you have a favorite flat ride that you would like to take them on besides a roller coaster? It's a great question. I mean, while they're still on the small side, I love a good tilt-a-whirl. Um, it would be really fun to, to get them on there with me. And then I think my favorite flat ride is the zipper. So I really hope that they like Whoa. sitting upside down a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you went, you went, that's some pretty different extremes there. Know, Zipper. We've got a while before that one, but. We'll start with one of those, uh, you know, the one that bounces, the little hopper. Yeah. Something like that before you go to the zipper. <laughs> I'm really hoping uh, we're, we're heading out on a real trip to California this week. And uh, there's this little tiny park in Sacramento called Thunderland. Um, they've got like 10 little tiny kid rides and I'm really hoping we have a chance to bring my older daughter and she can get some of those really little kid rides in. Nice. Nice. You got to start them. You got to start them young. Make sure yeah. that you, know, <laughs> you train them the way you want them to be. <laughs> exactly. She loves being like thrown around and we do like pretend roller coasters with a laundry basket and stuff. And she loves all of that. So hopefully it translates. Do you, uh, you do POVs online and, w and watch them with your kids? Yeah. Yeah. And I also, I am a video game nerd and I like to play planet coaster a lot. And so oh, she wants wow. to, uh, play the roller coaster game with me nice. and, and design little parks together sometimes. We've got a VR and I, I like nice. to put the, uh, 360 VR playlists on and you can look around oh, and see. Cool. Yes. It's definitely fun. So planet coaster. Nice. Uh, what's your <laughs> most challenging build? I really like um, building out scenarios of different parks. Um, and so you can, I don't know how familiar you are with Planet Coaster, but you can like make your own level basically. And so I kind of like making sort of defunct old parks that you get to transform into a new park within certain um, limitations. And so that's kind of what I like to do with it. I know a lot of people like to build crazy coasters and, uh, you know. And but you like, challenges, to, but you like, like to prove the ops, huh? <laughs> yeah. 
I am kind of an ops nerd. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you in line measure how long it takes them to release a train? You know, I don't, but I definitely the first time we went to Carowinds, um, I was so impressed. I was like, this is so great. They're so organized. They're telling you where to sit. Lines moving fast. I thought that was like amazing next level stuff. <laughs> wow. Have you ever been to Universal Islands of Adventure? I haven't. They've got the best ops, in my opinion, for what it's worth. That Velocicoaster, they are, I, I wouldn't say military, but you know exactly where you're going. There is no slowdowns and they pump those trains out. It's 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 almost amazing to watch if you're, yeah, the, if you're in line. The efficiency so. is, uh, is pretty great. So Got it. So what's your home park now then? Uh, you've gone you've gone through some pretty decent sized parks. Yeah, now. yeah. I'd say Lakeside is probably my whole park. We have Elitch Gardens too, um, which is close. Lakeside's a little bit closer and is really my my go-to, my favorite. I love kind of the art deco style that they have going on there and all the old classic rides. It's just got like a feel to it that you don't get in some of the bigger parks. It's very like intimate. And I'd, I'd say that's my home park because it's my favorite park. I haven't been to either of the parks because uh, what's the that's the one that's getting the new Gerstler. Oh, so that is um, Glenwood Cavern. So that's yeah. about um, two and a half hours away from where I am on a good day. Um, oh, that's <laughs> that's I don't know. In my head, it was a lot closer. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Colorado, the scale of the state is so much bigger, especially if you're coming from the East Coast like I am, like. You can drive for half a day and still be in the same state, which is a little weird. Uh, <laughs> That's going to be a pretty unique park. Yeah. Pretty... from Because they got the drop tower that's inside the mountain, right? And then they've got the swing <laughs> on the out that almost swings over the cavern. Yeah. yeah. And then, the, and then of course, the, the new coaster that's coming. I believe it's it comes out this year, right? Yeah, it's supposed to come out this year. Um, they've, they've been pretty quiet, but I'm hoping that we get some more news soon. Um, you know, I'd love it if they would like to have us out for like a media day or even just to check out the construction while it's still going on would be super cool. So I'm hoping that we can get in touch and maybe well, have I, some fun with them. I, I, I happen to know the rep in that region. <laughs> St stay tuned to the calendar. Let's yeah, see yeah. if we can make some magic. <laughs> so I already asked you your favorite landmark coaster. What is your favorite park you've been to? Oh, that's tough. That's, that's really hard. I know it's like picking your favorite kid, right? It really is. And and there's so many different reasons I love parks. Like I love Quasi because of the nostalgia of going there as a kid and, mm -hmm. um, you know, spending summer nights there was always a great time. You know, I spent a lot of years with King's Dominion as my whole park. So I really have, a, you know, a love, love for that park. And now Lakeside is so great. So hard to pick. Yeah. Um, and then pretty soon you'll, you'll have the ones that you take your kids to when they're right, young. Right. And it's okay. You don't have to have a favorite, but if you could pick any park to go to that you haven't been to, which that's, one would you go to? That's a good one. Um, I think if I had to pick one that I haven't been to, I'd love to do Six Flags Magic Mountain just because there's so many great coasters there that I haven't had a chance to ride yet. Are you going to wait for Wonder Woman to come out before you go? Yeah, probably. I mean, I don't have any big trips planned anytime soon, so uh, it'll it'll probably be a minute, but I would. Well, you're Taking your daughter. Oh, that's a pretty big trip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're going to the same state. Yeah, I'm going to the same state. California's a big state, though. So <laughs> it's true. It's huge. It's ginormous. It's yeah, the country. <laughs> Magic Mountain is an amazing park. I would recommend not going during the weekend. 
Yeah. Because that also can be a crazy busy park. My, my, my usual strategy is trying to go to parks during the week just to avoid, avoid spending more time in line than on rides. But any other strategies? Are you, uh, work from the back of the park forward? Or, uh... I definitely like to chat with people in line and try to move my way up as a single rider be where there's other like odd numbers ahead of me and see where I can hop in. That's probably one of my big strategies is not being afraid to talk to people. Um, no. There's no sense in that. <laughs> I'm even a bigger dork. When we were at the ACE event at Fiesta, Texas, mm -hmm. I was asking all the ACE folks in front of me, do any of you guys are single writers? Because uh, I'm going to put my own daughter on with you and then have a ride. <laughs> so she got like three or four extra nice. Iron Rattler rides that I didn't get to ride because uh, <laughs> we put her, I put her on with random strangers. But it's so <laughs> funny at ACE events, though, they don't seem like strangers. Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's, your, your point about uh, talking to people is, is, is well served. And I'm always amazed, like, how many people are excited to, even if they're not ACE members, to, like, share a ride with you and share what's going on with them. It can be a really fun way to meet people, too, especially if you're by yourself all day at a yeah. park. It's nice to kind of chat with people and see what's going on with them. Have you had other connections via coasters? I've definitely made some friends. I, Like I said, I used to go to King's Dominion all the time, and I noticed there was another guy there that would go alone that was around my age, and we would... We started chatting and exchanged numbers and started like planning days to like meet up at the park. So I've made some friends going, going to ride coasters and also dragging my friends into the coaster love. <laughs> yeah. Bringing them over to the dark side. Right. I introduce people to Lakeside pretty much every summer. I'm like, come on, come with. I eat so much fun. Sharing that joy and that fun with other people is, is really fun too. And then I, right. I regale them with all my weird coaster facts. <laughs> okay, so there's somebody listening to this right now and they're thinking, I want to bring my friends. How do I how do they go about doing that? <laughs> you ask them. Um <laughs> okay. oh, God. I was, I was, I was thought there was some more secret sauce than that. Just well, hey, what are you doing Friday? <laughs> right. Come on. Or you know, I'll sometimes like what I, I like to do is just like I said, share weird facts about things. When Volcano was still a thing at King's Dominion, trying to like see inside the volcano, what else we could see is we're like scooting back to the station because there's a bunch of, there were a bunch of like old rides and parts and stuff in there. And so like just kind of sharing like cool tidbits like that. <laughs> People can just see the passion. I mean, just even in this interview so far, I can tell that you're passionate about it. <laughs> That's good. So Volcano, that brings up a whole nother like... <laughs> things that I wish I could write again and I'm sad that my kids can't write. Yeah. Hey, Volcano is right near the top. Do you have a do you have a defunct coaster? Uh, Favorite so missed coaster? I mean, it's definitely up there. I also think there's been so many good arrows that have closed. Um, and they're really nostalgic for me because I feel like growing up in like the 90s, they were like the coolest coasters. Like I made a trip out to ride Vortex before it closed down because I hadn't been and I, I wanted to check that off my list and that. Uh, like, and you gotta, like so that. that's why you got to go to Magic Mountain so you can yeah. get a micro ride. Right, right. Um, that's surprisingly smooth for a old arrow. Yeah. Um, in my opinion. And you know what? Some of them I feel like are really surprisingly great. And I think they get a bad rep just because of their age and being arrows. <laughs> well, you're talking to a guy who's one of, one of my home parks is Six Flags St. Louis. So we've got the Ninja, which is nice. the arrow ish <laughs> but whatever you whatever you want to call it one of the one of the coasters that was just uh kind of thrown together there and somebody else had to finish it so 
Yeah, but like Elitch Gardens has one of the old aero shuttle loops. And like, you don't expect a lot out of it, but it's actually really fun. You get like a little bit of airtime as you come up the hill at the end. And it really wasn't as rough as I was expecting. If you go in with with an understanding that it's not a brand new coaster and it's not going to be silky smooth, it's actually can be really fun. Yeah. Wow. As a matter of fact, those are pretty intense, actually. Yeah. For, yeah. for, for a one-trick pony, those are crazy. Yeah, they're really fun. Um, I absolutely love it. They've got one at Frontier City. Mm-hmm. That one is. My, my daughter was not, not, <laughs> she did not like that coaster. Not prepared. Well, she, it's just, it's compared to what she'd been on before. It, yeah. The, the G's that that pulls on that first, on, on the only loop. Really. Mm-hmm. And then you have no choice but to go back. Right, right. There's, there's no off ramp. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Just kind of circling back. When we think about ACE and volunteering or anything, do you have any tips or thoughts? Just go out there and invite a friend or... Yeah. And I'd say something, I can be a really shy person. I am often nervous about meeting new people and stuff, but what I found with ACE and ACE events is that everyone is so welcoming and so nice. And I'd say, even if you're a little bit nervous about it, to give it a try and go for it, because really everyone involved is super, super nice. And they're just as nerdy about coasters as you are. And uh, it feels really easy and natural to kind of fit in with people. So, yeah, and you don't even have to be a coaster nerd. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think ACE members have lots of different passions. I mean, obviously, coasters is probably the number one, but, <laughs> but you'll find people that are super excited about log, log, you know, the log flumes, and you'll find okay. people that are super excited about dark rides. Or even, like, not park interests, right? Um, I think a lot of us who like roller coasters also like other kind of more extreme activities, and so meeting other people who like skiing or mountain biking or... At least in Colorado, those are two big ones. I feel like you're also, you're more likely to find people whose other thought the line too and make new friends. Awesome. In mind. So if they want to follow your region on the socials. Yeah, we're on Facebook. That's pretty much our main social. You can also join our mailing list. If you're on any of the mailing lists, you can hop onto ours as well. And we try to, you know, share updates about what's going on in the region, you know, what events we've got coming out. And like I said, hopefully we're going to have some more, even if they're not like formal events, um, just kind of meetups and, and cool stuff going on, hopefully this summer. So just a note on the meetup. Sometimes that's, that's just as good. Even get a discounted ticket or hang out with somebody. Uh, I've been uh, to quite a few of those just drop-ins because sometimes it's, you know, nice to go with somebody else besides yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, we, have, we have a bunch of like individual mountain coasters here. I thought it'd be cool to kind of like, I haven't gotten very far with this yet but to like plan out a little day trip like between a couple of different ones and maybe you know we could have some people carpool so we can all have to send our gas driving to the mountains but you know something like that even could be really fun and so i'm kind of looking into what we could do with something like that too so all those events will be cross-posted of course on aceonline.com and you can always click on the calendar there if you're not in your region you're of course welcoming all ace members not Absolutely. just for your region of course so Absolutely. all right and if they want to volunteer yeah, I'd say keep an eye on, you know, the email lists for your region. That's how I found out that, you know, our rep was looking to step down and they were looking for someone to step up. And I think probably all reps that need, especially if you are interested in getting involved, shoot an email to your rep or to me. We're happy to have more hands on deck always. And I'm always open to different ideas or different things people want to see on our social media. If you've got an idea, send in my way or your rep's awesome. way. <laughs> you can always email podcasts at aceonline.org. Well, thanks for giving us a look into your region and a little walk down your 
volunteer path. Uh, it's absolutely. It's always good to hear somebody and their excitement about uh, the industry. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. This was really fun. Thank you.